What do you do when your client buys a supercar just a few days before closing? Yeah, that's exactly what we're here to talk about today. We have our guest, Manuel Martinez, and he's going to dive into that story with us. But first, we always like to start with the story. So first of all, how did you get into real estate in the beginning? Hello, I want to say thank you for the for the invite here in the podcast. I feel yeah. very pleased to be with you guys. So I got here to Houston five years ago and I was working in a roofing company. I noticed that there I was like getting all the jobs in, you know, selling mm -hmm. as of right as of now. And I was looking that the company was a little bit um unstable. So while I was doing that, I just decided to start studying and get my my real estate license gotcha nice i i that's funny i know a lot of people that's in the roofing industry that transition over to real estate or do both at the yep. same time like realtor or investor at the same time yeah we, li we literally just funded a deal yeah yeah that we, guy's a roofer and right. he was like well since i'm doing this side of the construction i might as well do everything right mm -hmm. right so I mean, he was a he's a roofer, but also a client of ours on the lending side. And I mean, he went from just doing the roofing to doing the entire project. And yeah, so, yeah. Worked out for him, though. So. Yeah. So how long have you been an agent? Um, this is gonna be my this. I just turned four years. This is my oh, four year. Nice. Oh, nice, nice, nice. So you got into it like around the pandemic time. Yeah, I got I got my license on February twenty eighth. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's like the yeah. first year. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. And then, so I got my license on February 28th. I entered with Keller Williams Metropolitan. Mm -hmm. And on March 22nd, all the offices were closed, no training, everything, oh. because the pandemic just hit. Wow. Yeah. So, how did you get through that? You're coming in, because I know how she did. I'm just interested to hear how you were able to maneuver that, getting in. Your brand new agent and everything is shit down. Like, how yeah. did you get through that, man? What'd you do? I just started calling all the people who I sold and not sold a roof the past uh, year. Oh, that, gotcha. Nice strategy. Yeah. Yes. So you use your spirit. Yeah. 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 So you use your previous relationships to get the business started. Yeah. Okay. Right, right, right. Cool. So when we met you, it was at an event with uh, Real Equity. And Correct. it was like a, a hard money lending event. You guys kind of co, uh, you guys did together. So how did how did you get from Keller Williams to Real Equity? To be honest, um, I always wanted to be like since the, before getting the license, I just wanted to be a wholesaler. Oh, and gotcha. I was like, no, I don't need no license. I'm already door knocking for That's the everybody. I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking at all the houses yeah. that I messed up. Uh, ta -ta -ta. <laughs> And my dad, he was like, bro, just you can be a wholesaler investor, but with yeah. a license, you just have access to extra information. Just yep. get your license, prepare, study every day. and Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. So you done like the opposite of me, actually. Um, we I don't know if you know our story, but we were investing already and then I got my license. So wholesaling yeah. is definitely one of those strategies we were using before. And I was the same. I was actually the same way. But again, on the opposite side, I'm like, I don't want to get my license. I am terrified of uh, getting my license while being an yeah. investor. But at the same time, I was like, OK, once we start flipping, I'm like, I'm missing out on some money because, you know, I could I could help us pick up some properties yep. as well as, uh, you know, save some money on the listing side by selling mm -hmm. them so i done the exact same thing by transitioning over yeah. to get my license while we were I, already investing i always wonder why investors like why why do we think that like getting like when you first get into real estate and you're an investor you always for whatever reason think that getting your license is like the worst thing ever so i don't know if it's like hey i'm gonna be bound by all these rules and i can't do xyz what but we all kind of have that started out like yeah, yeah. i don't want to be a realtor because of this and then yeah. the next thing you know you're a realtor you yeah. could have just been doing that all yeah i don't know if that was your story but that was definitely my situation and i don't know was it like this for you going through realtor school like when you went through the schooling and everything your classes were you terrified like i was like i'm gonna be in jail or something like, <laughs> i'm gonna be fine so much money just based on all these rules were, were you did you have the same experience I was, for me, it was just tedious that I could be like, I needed to be making some money and I was in school, like, yeah. not doing some, not doing money, like doing nothing, just like hearing the, the teacher just like being like that. And it was that 
three months videos and then barely understanding the vocabulary to be honest like oh gotcha yeah yeah yes i mean and and honestly a lot of the test too was like vocabulary like learning the terms and stuff so Mm -hmm. i can only imagine geez so so when you got here did you come here on your own or did you already know people here or no i mean i had a landscaping company in bronzeville i'm from bronzeville texas gotcha and with the landscaping company i was uploading videos too Oh, since nice. then and I definitely want to get into that because you okay yeah keep going and, <laughs> and just a random day well a client was like hey sell me Argyle company because I had my iPad and everything and I had like a CRM that the iPad nice. make the, the route and yeah. send messages and everything it was like kind of nice for a yard for a yard man to have yeah. an iPad and be that organized yeah and be yeah. that so they were like oh man like I want to avoid that because they see like 120 active customers and stuff like that. What? And he was like, buy it. And I'm like, just laughing like, bro, like this is, this is how I live. Like, I can't do that. <laughs> but three days later, I receive a call from a roofing company based here in Houston. Hey, I see that you're selling a lot of yard. You, you may be able to sell some, some roof and work less and make more. Oh. Why don't you try and come over here? And it was August, super hot days. I live in the Mexican side of Bronzeville. Uh-huh. And I cross the border every day, pick up the workers, pick up the equipment, get them to the side job, go gotcha. ahead and get get some more work. Gotcha. And I was working till the sun was down. So I was honestly yeah. tired yeah. already. And when I received that call, I was like, oh, let's have a one-week vacation to Houston. <laughs> <laughs> one-week vacation, okay. <laughs> I came and then over here, I just worked like from 4 p.m. to 9 and mm-hmm. did the same or more that I was making cutting the yard so i just came back to bronzeville said hey are you still interested in that (laughs) (laughs) sold it and come over here wow nice nice we find that a lot like a lot of people that land on the realtor side or on the investing side was already doing some sort of entrepreneurship type business before and they just transitioned over into that and i mean it was always like customer focused too so i mean you were already customer focused you started your own landscaping business which is great then transitioned over to roofing and all of that ties into like you know something real estate related and then you you said you had 120 customers Customers. Like how so how long did you have that business to build up that many people? I had it like two years. Two wow. years and a oh. wow. That's so, crazy. Wait, so you said that you were doing videos there too. Is that like social media stuff? Yeah, I just posted on Facebook and gotcha. Instagram. TikTok wasn't there yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. So you use like the whole social media video strategy. I guess like similar to what you're doing now. I, you I think I still have some posts here on my Instagram at the beginning. That's crazy. That's that's because yeah, yeah that's kind of what so we had already met, but what really made made us reach out to you was that social media present. Like he's scrolling down, I'm going through his feed like this guy posts more than anybody I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I was like, man, if that's what it takes to get such a big customer base like that mm-hmm. 120 people is obviously working man so like tell me like about that that strategy that you have like your social media strategy because you you're pretty good at it and i'm pretty sure somebody in the audience listening is want to gonna want to know like maybe some tips or how do you go about like wh- how do you go about deciding what to post and all that kind of stuff um i try to keep it as simple as possible like mm-hmm. i don't think too much on it because the the moment that I start thinking about it, it I don't post it. You know, like, oh, oh is it good enough? Oh, not good. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Oh, da, da, da. Got it. Yeah. It's like every day I'm going to post and to tomorrow I'll do a better video than today. And that's it. You know, that's yeah. That makes sense. I think that's where I psych myself out. And I hear that a lot from uh, people that post a lot because I run into a lot of people in the industry that like like a social media like yeah. influencers almost. And yeah. they always say like, just post it. Right. No matter what, just post it. Like it, it doesn't have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Just post it. It's never going to be perfect yeah. because every day there's people posting and every day there are new ideas every yep. day. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So, this story of yours, man. Yeah. I, I kind of <laughs> really want to dive into it because when you kind of told us about it, the first thing popped in my mind was 
why on earth would someone do that? <laughs> so we're about to jump into buying a supercar. Oh, there it is. This is the, land, the landscaping. Oh, wow. Oh. Nice. That is my first post ever. Wow. Oh, you know, a pretty cool logo yeah. and everything. You designed the logo? Or you had yeah, someone? no, I did it on on the inter internet. Yeah. Oh, you, you did it yourself. Wow. And Impressive. This is the... Basically the same stuff. Yeah. Man, I'm going to use you as like an accountability partner. Every time you post, I'm going to try to pull my phone out and get he, something. He had, <laughs> he had a whole commercial. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. That's well, it's cool. even more crazy this story, man. So yeah. kind of tell us how this all happened, right? Like you're what, four days before closing and then you get, what, a call from your seller or buyer? How, yeah, how, so, how did that even happen? So, okay, let's start from the beginning. To be honest, um, I was posting and then I just received a random message from, from a guy, you know? Yeah. Hey, what's up? Uh, I speak Spanish too. Where are you from? Gotcha. We started connecting like nothing to do with, with real estate, to yep. be honest. Like, mm -hmm. no, I'm from Matamoros, Brownsville. Hey, I'm from Matamoros too, blah, blah, blah. Nice. We start talking, hey, my wife, uh, if we want to buy a lot because we want to build a house and or we want to build our dream house. If you see a lot over here by Rosenberg, you'll send it to us. And I start working, hey, have you talked with your, your, your lender? Are you pre-approved? How are you going to pay? Blah, blah, blah. No, everything is going to be cash. Okay. Start sending lots. Send, we went and saw a couple of lots and mm -hmm. they were like, no, I mean, to be honest, we, the building is going to take like a year and we need a house in 40 days now. We we're Ooh. in a rush. Um, show me this house. Let's go see this one and this one and we'll make a decision. Gotcha. We went, see the two houses. They, they lean towards the Chanel house. That's how they call it because it was all decorated by <laughs> Chanel and Gucci. And this is the Chanel house. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. The, the owner of the house, she was an interior design. Oh, and, uh, well, there you go. And she was selling some stuff with it. And she had the water softener. They got the, the lights. And we sent the offer. Super hard negotiators. Super hard. They didn't want to do nothing. They don't want to leave no, a penny on the table. Wow. The house was for sale for $245. We sent an offer for no, 645, we sent it for 620. We ended up at 639. Like, oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah, yeah they, they, they didn't want to leave <laughs> anything. Look at all. Anything on the table. And my clients, they are they are investors. They are right. entrepreneurs as well. They want to feel like they had a, Got a they deal. Like they won. Yeah. Yeah. That's everybody that people want to feel like they won. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they said I could buy the house cash, but we're gonna they're gonna finance it. They were financing the 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 primo. How do you say primo? Um, the cousin, the cousin. Oh, he was okay. the he's the lender, so that's why oh, they decided gotcha. to go with the cousin and with me because they see me on on Instagram and because they we are from the same hometown. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. we created that relationship and. And we got under contract. We were losing. They were like, no, man, you have to be tough. Oh, we're yeah. Losing, no good. Yeah, and then, yeah. Of course. <laughs> no good. <laughs> yeah. And, well, at least we have a sprinkler system and the water softeners. And then, long story short, we do the we do the final walkthrough. The appraisal came like $1,000 more anyways. Oh, okay. At six forty. dollars Gotcha. So, they feel like they're, they yeah. don't have no discount, no nothing. Yeah, right. yeah. And then the inspection comes out and I I got early to the house. I start looking and I'm getting started. I'm getting nervous because the water softener is gone and the sprinkler system is gone. Like they took no. it? They took the sellers took it. That, that, that was your negotiation tactic for your buyers. You like, right. at least you're getting this and then yeah. they the take song. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy all in this. That was, that was, we was happy for that. I and mean, we got nothing, but yeah. it comes with a water softener. You know, that's oh, like a thousand. Man. We got something there. <laughs> and then, and then after, after I'm walking out, I'm kind of nervous. And I just hear 
That is the last thing you want to see. <laughs> I was wait, <laughs> what? a few days off from closing. That's yeah, like three days. That's the last thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I heard this loud sound and the Lamborghini STO and no water softener, no sparkling system. Everything going wrong. Everything. <laughs> Some stains on the on the carpet on the main on the on the oh. primary bedroom and my client. Hey, hello, congratulations on your new car. What have you talked to Cesar, the lender, about it? Blah, blah, blah. No, I haven't told nobody. Who is this? This is just a gift for my, so for my son. Everybody gets surprised. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, like, we're probably not going to close. Hey, man, what, what are you talking about? We're not going to close. We're going to close. I need this house on Friday. And I need this car by this week. And then he tell me the reason of why he need the house with such um such um because it was gonna with such an urgency yeah, yeah and the car at the same time he's like hey no you don't you're not gonna tell me anything he was like kind of mad already oh, oh man with with uh with, with a good reason you know yeah um my son is gonna have a big surgery this this sunday and he needs to be happy he needs to have a a reason to to fight for his life yeah. and what i told uh -huh. him he wanted a a green lamborghini so that's why i got it and i'm gonna get this house for him so we can have a a, a pizza party on saturday the night before his his surgery so he's gonna he's gonna go and you're gonna have everything clean up the stains the some details we're mm -hmm. gonna have everything ready i don't care and we're gonna close on that house and I was like, okay, yeah, you know, I arrange, I, I talked to one of the contractors just to do touch-ups on the paint, mm -hmm. yeah. clean the carpets. I mean, I couldn't do nothing about the, the water yeah. softeners yeah. and the sparkling system, oh, but man. I tried to have the house as much and I just give a call after that. After he left again, I just give a call to the lender. Hey man, do you notice <laughs> this guy, he just, he just uh, buy a Lamborghini STO. Oh man. Hey man, don't worry. We're good. We I'm gonna I'm about to have the clear to close in the next two, three hours and and we can close. We close the property on, on Saturday. We got the mobile notary out on Saturday. What? So the Larry Gideon didn't stop anything. Well, I would imagine if you're able to go and buy that cash. Well, I mean, you, some people you, it'll stop a whole lot of people. I mean yeah, even but, if they can go buy it. Yeah, that's but that that is uh that's a crazy story, an amazing story at that. <laughs> so the so basically, what I heard was he went from kind of being upset about everything to just kind of whatever it takes mode, right? Yeah. So the the motivation was the son being sick, yeah. um, kind of I guess brought him back down. Was like, you know what? Forget it. Whatever whatever we have to do, we have to do. So you didn't really have to go into like the sprinkler system and the water softener, which is weird. But I don't. It can't. You guys are the realtors. I'm not. Can you do that? Like, can you like just have like the the house is presented one way, and then before closing, just rip systems out like that? Like, is that if you write it up, you can. But yeah. I mean, if it was presented in closing and it wasn't listed as an exclusion, uh -huh. no, you cannot. Not in Texas, at least. Oh um, man, but that's wild. A lot of times, emotions in our business destroy transactions yeah. right mm -hmm. but i find it very interesting that his emotions actually say yeah the transaction. yes um right. it almost i mean it could have destroyed it with buying the lamborghini but um luckily he knew what he, he was doing he knew his own finances but right. um it helped the transaction in the sense of he knew what he wanted for his son he knew what right. his son needed um in that moment and mm -hmm. so that's amazing that you were able to help him through that um because i can't lie I would have lost it the moment I had that room. Like, wait a minute. Like, because, you know, you you can't get regular people in and approve. I mean, not regular people. You can't get the typical buyer in and approve with buying a ve an entire vehicle. Yeah. Some people can't even go and finance furniture and appliances before right. they get close. Yeah. And he went and bought a supercar. 
Yeah, man. That's <laughs> shout out to Balloon Besmans, Jesse Gonzalez. That's the one. Oh, oh wow. Yes. I love that you shouted him out. Yes, that is amazing. I love his story. Um, I mean, that's a true testament of a parent's love, right? Like, we would do anything for our kids. I mean, that's why we do it all. So, whatever it takes, whatever whatever the cost is, I I am totally with him on that. So, yeah, Yeah, man. So that the the son being sick. So he so did he buy the house for him or did he buy it for his son? So they live there now. They live in the Chanel home. They live Chanel there. Home. They've been living that. there. <laughs> but the main reason was that they he has promised his son a new house and a new car before his his surgery. And right. he's he's there. He's he's fighting. He's fighting like a warrior. He's seven years now. Nice. He just turned seven. Oh wow! wow. So seven. Oh wow! Yeah. That's ah. That's the story, man. Um, I love that he's still able to experience that. Like, right. that, yeah. yeah, it's it's such a, a a great thing to be able to provide, you know, what your kids want and need, man. So Absolutely. to be able to, to be able to, you know, get the house, get the car, and also um, be able to, you know, be able to afford financially medical expenses and all of that yeah. stuff. Yeah. That is that's amazing. And that's why we do what we do. You yeah. say he's an investor. That's why we take the risk, man. We go out and we, you know, we take these chances and, you know, hope that we're able to trade a life where we can have options, right? Yeah. You, you yeah. have the option to buy what you want, go where you want to go, live life on your terms without, you know, any sort of restrictions as far as monetary concerns and things like yeah. that, man. So it's great that he's able to do that. And you are as well, man. <laughs> you said you... You started a business with 120 clients, and then you were able to take that same clientele here to Houston. And from what I can see, like I said, based on your social media, you're doing quite well for yourself, man. And that, like, so that social media thing helped you in a lot of ways because I, because like it, it's getting you clients, it got you here. Yeah. I saw it. Like when I met you, we exchanged social medias, and I'm scrolling, I was like, we got to get him on. Like, there's no way he's not going to make it to this podcast. <laughs> and then to hear that you also have such a wild and crazy story with such a meaningful, the, the story was crazy that, you know, that happened, but it was such a meaningful story as opposed, like, when in terms of the why. Yeah. Like yeah. The why it happened yeah. and why he chose to do that. Because things. I also have a client who was ready to close on a, Two hundred and thirty thousand, their first house, young mm-hmm. young couple with with one the one year old daughter, who wasn't able to close yeah. by buying four thousand dollars of furniture in credit. See, oh, oh, yeah, you I, just, said, just that. said that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That a, a lot of people don't realize. Like, no matter what you put on your credit, like, I mean. If you're that close to closing, just don't buy it. Get someone yeah. else to buy it for you. Put it on hold. Just don't <laughs> your credit. Uh, <laughs> wait till after you get in the house to get it. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. A lot of people want to try to, you know, get things ready, which I totally understand. And mm-hmm. I'm sure you understand too, but it ruins it for him. Like, and she had a one-year-old. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, but, man. you know, I less $250 a month, change the DTI, oh. everything, and... Oh yeah, I, I've, wow. I've had it to where fifty dollars made a difference, and they just could not squeeze anything else out. Like, I mean, try paying off a vehicle and everything. It just it wouldn't work. So for your story, he was able to like he had a lifestyle where that it didn't really affect him that much. But like, talk to me about like you guys like with with a typical buyer where you say that it stopped the transaction. Is there anything that could be done, or do you like have to pay off that? Loan or? So, um, I'll let you speak. Look, you, you I mean, don't... I'm not a lender. <laughs> I'm not a lender. That's more like a lending, gotcha. lender, lend, lend, um, like a mortgage officer question. Mm-hmm. But in that case, what happened is that the DTI got got messed up, so he couldn't afford the 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 new the the monthly payment. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. that one just yeah. stopped. Cold. Okay. Gotcha. And I know you shouted out your um your client, but shout out to that lender too. Like yeah. for getting the deal done and getting close <laughs> on a Saturday. I mean, that's that's amazing too. Yeah, yeah. shout out to Cesar Hernandez. 
Nice. Awesome. And shout out to you. Yeah, for real. It took all of you guys. So it in that situation <laughs> and leading them through and guiding them through. Like, I mean, you know, it's always such a blessing to be on any real estate journey with clients. But that one was a special one. On that one, I was at 6 a.m. in the morning with the painter, just like wow. finishing the touch ups before the closing. Yeah. It has to be perfect. And yeah. Because of the reason behind it. Yeah. 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 The things we do behind the scenes that people don't know. Yeah. Like, we're, 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 counselors we are contractors yeah, yeah. landscapers i see definitely con yes. definitely counselors <laughs> counselors those are like for sure before yeah. the appraiser after the inspection yeah those little moments that <laughs> those three days before closing you you start <laughs> yes, yeah preparing intense moments like as soon as those things come in you already know now it's going to be an intense conversation especially depending on who your buyer is right it's always those intense conversations if appraisal doesn't come in yep. correctly and inspection those two moments within a transaction can make a break any yeah. transaction depending on who the buyer is because it's all i tell it, all my clients no inspection report is going to come back clean ever even on ever. a brand new home yeah like we're going to inspect some things. Let's work through them as they come in. Yeah. So, yeah. But, I mean, it, it, if he was already emotional about it and everything, I'm sure everything was just like, you know. No, those inspections. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I love them or hate them. <laughs> <laughs> it's a love relationship for sure. Yeah. Because, you know, we love them because it tells our clients everything they need to know. And and also, like, it gives us a negotiation um, strategy. Yeah. Um. Or but, get them too uh, scared. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. man. So, it, any other stories you have? Fuck, I'm sure you guys go through so much, man. It's, you could probably go on for days, man. Yeah, and every every real estate transaction has its own drama. Yeah. Its own, man. It's on pinpoints, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so um, how is business right now for you? Business is is great. Like I, I really like it. I really love my my career. Every month I like it better. Every day I like yeah. it better. Yeah. yeah. You know, like sometimes it can be like just a boring day, and suddenly you receive two, three phone calls, and yep. boom, you're a million up in listings. <laughs> or boom, you have like yep. half a million up in three approvals, whatever. <laughs> that that just happened to me at the end of last year. Like I I went like a couple months and it was just like phone dry. Yeah. And then November to December, I mean, I could not like sleep because my phone would not stop ringing off the hook. I was like, I need an assistant. Yeah. And then like it it got back slow, but yeah. I'm, yeah. you know, it's it's peaks and valleys, you yeah. know. So at at the beginning of the year, the last two weeks of December and the first two weeks of January. I had four transactions to go, uh, go wrong. Gotcha. Uh, one of them, I was buying a a I was buying a a condominium, and then the HOA was running on a forty thousand annual loss. So the bank said, Ooh. "No, no, that's too risky." Oh wow! And you were buying that personally yourself? Yeah, yeah. Oh. to put it on Airbnb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. by the Galleria. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I, I learned a lot my first year about the condos and the associations and everything. It's it's crazy. Um and then I had a buyer who who could drink all his down payment on the Christmas parties. <laughs> oh my god. What? <laughs> that is crazy. That's another way to lose the house. Right? <laughs> yeah, man. That's so, another way to lose the deal. <laughs> what? I just, I just can't help it. What, what, what were you thinking? Like, what's, what's happening? So he hot. was thinking he was trying to have a good time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was then, there for a good time, not a long time. Yeah, that part. Because I'm sure he woke up the next day like, oh crap. <laughs> but when he seen the phone ring and it was you on the other line, yeah, that's when he realized for sure. yeah. he had messed just checking up. in. How is everything going? And then he dropped that on you, <laughs> man. Oh. Party went too good. Um, no, no, I can't afford the down payment now. Blah, blah, blah. He went to Mexico to visit his family. Oh, gotcha. You know, you get caught in a moment. Yeah, you, yeah. you just <laughs> completely forget about things, and next thing you know, your your down payment is gone on the house. Man, so that, was that one of the ones that kind of went south? That yeah, didn't recover. He lost oh, his earnings. Man. Oh, oh, and he was in the middle of a deal, so he yeah, lost yeah. 
Oh no way! Oh man! Oh, that man. sucks. That that's for you and him. Yeah, sellers, because I'm sure they wanted to sell. They wanted right. to sell. Right, Oh. So you talked about the Airbnb thing. So it's good to see that you're still in the investment realm and stuff like that. So what what all are you into now? Because you, you said realtor, wholesale, and then you threw Airbnb in there. So what all yeah, are you I doing? Mean, I don't, I, 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 have, I don't have any. Well, I had an Airbnb for four months in Matamoros. Gotcha. But um, so the cartel was getting that Airbnb too often. I mean, oh. they did nothing wrong, but I just got scared like, they kind of had like a shooting outside or something, oh, so I just man. decided to rent it to a normal tenant. Yeah, yeah. me too. Oh, I would have. That's a crazy story. Talk about reviews, man. You would have had <laughs> negative if that's even possible. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy that you even rented it because I would have been ready to get out yeah. of there. I would have been terrified. I just, I was looking at the cameras and I saw a Lamborghini Urus, Urus on the garage and I was like, nah, this is not, oh, this is not an engineer. So they are in Mexico, yeah. Oh, so that's what you meant. But I thought you meant like they were breaking in. So like people who were reserving it were from the No, party. yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, my but God. They, they reserved and they were luxury. Two luxury cars, like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they really did nothing. They just yeah, have yeah. a sleep. They, like, God. nobody's going to see where they are. I don't know. Yeah. They <laughs> just, like. You don't just... know if they didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah no, I really don't know. I just yeah. have the outside cameras, yeah. not on the inside. I don't know what happened, but. Oh, good. Yeah, it's just the fact that they were there. Yeah. Spooked you, man. I, yeah. I spooked anybody. Lamborghini yeah. <laughs> Udo. No, no. Yeah, gotcha. So that's why you went the normal tenant route because you know exactly who's in there for the term of that lease. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then, look, what if you get a cartel member in there and they say, I'm just not leaving? Yeah. I'm trying to deal with What are you going to do now? In Mexico, in Matamoros, they lost the friend, the tenant more than the... <laughs> But what I'm yeah. saying is, even if it didn't, yeah, even what, if it what, didn't, what, like, what do you got to do if a cartel member say, "I'm not leaving"? I'm not leaving. You can have it. Yeah, <laughs> you what? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. So that was that wasn't going to be your first Airbnb. So you experienced Airbnb before, and you were just trying to get another one here in the states, right? Yeah, gotcha. Oh, nice, 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 nice. nice. Yeah. So are you still looking for more, or are you giving up on that now? So since I wasn't able to buy the condo, I bought a house in Sunnyside. Okay. Oh, nice. Like two three weeks after after it went south, I mm -hmm. I bought uh, I I just closed February seven. That's my first house in the states. Nice. That I bought. Yeah. Congratulations on that, man. I thank you, thank you. Yes. Yeah. So what's yes. the plan for that one? That one, I I bought it for a hundred grand. Mm -hmm. I put thirty thousand. I'm I'm putting thirty thousand into it right now. Mm -hmm. It should be finished in seven days. In the next six, seven days, next week. Nice. And wow. you go on the market. Nice. Oh, so, so you so flip. I'm doing a flip, yes. Awesome. Oh, nice. Awesome. That's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Your thank first you. first property purchase, and it's a flip. Yeah. Same way. Same Same way. Yeah. So I was sold to rap. So how how'd the project go, man? Like, I know every flip has its stories, man. I have yet to see a flip that just goes smooth, man. So I was how was it for your first uh, go? So right now it's been super smooth to be honest. Really? Wow. Yeah. So in this one, I'm doing it and I have the the general contractor. He's in charge of everything. I really I mean I've heard a lot of stories that that's not good, but in mm -hmm. this case this guy, his name is Jesus Ivan. Shout out to Ivan. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> He's the GC. And when I got to Houston, I, I started working with him in the roofing company that I told you. Oh. oh. So he's the one you trust. See, so I exactly why our relationships are important. He's from Matamoros, too. He's from the same... I love age, From the same hometown. Yeah. And I have... He's the cheapest person I have and really good quality. Mm -hmm. I've recommended to a lot of the flippers, a lot of the investors that I work with that I get them off-market properties. He has done the, the remodels. Nice. He builds houses himself for himself, and I have listed them on the market. So really? it's a collaboration that we have. I really trust that guy, and everything has been good. The only thing is that we found uh, extra termites that we had contemplated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we changed the whole siding instead of just some of the siding. Right. Yeah. 
Yep, that's the right way to do it, man. Yeah, yeah go yeah, ahead so and just change it all. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to get a call later after the transaction. Right. Look, we're we're, we're not really flipping anymore. We focus on lending, but I may need his information. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because the, to have a budget now of thirty grand and be able to stick to it, yeah, that's, that's very yeah. uncommon now because yeah. like. It's, I mean, everything costs so much. Yeah. You would think and Because that, the house is just small, I think. Oh. Well, even, even if even, the house Even is still, small, I think like, what happened is like when the cost of everything went up during the pandemic, like even like lumber and stuff, all that stuff went down. But I don't know if the contractors saw that they can get that much and just decided <laughs> to just, I'm just going to stay here because they're paying it anyways. But man, like it, those numbers have gone up and kind of stayed up since then i don't yeah they've gone back down a little bit but not to where pre-pandemic um, so yeah pre-pandemic yeah. so yeah but no i i love to see it you getting it done so i mean i would love to see photos of the before and after when you um yeah man we like to yeah. see the first ones man mm, that's yeah. yeah yeah that's pretty cool man so you realtor wholesale you got airbnb you have rental and you completed, well, you might as well say completed. You got seven days left. Yeah. Your first uh, flip. And you say so you, you've been in the business here in Houston for two years. Four years. Four years, even still. And you accomplished all of that. Yeah. That's, that's so, something to be said about that, man. So what's next? No, um, after this goes good, I'm going to repeat that process another two times this year. Mm -hmm. That'll be my goal. Like, Yeah. Do another two in the same area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's same. a big area. It's a lot of construction. Yeah, a lot of action going on in that area. It is, um, and it's been fairly difficult to pick up anything that um, was that is that a decent price in the area. So for you to pick up something, yeah, it's good too. Um, Shout out to Neptune Acquisitions. They sold me Neptune. that deal. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, I've heard of Neptune. Nice, nice. Chico, nice. his name is Chico. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, I think we had a we had a deal come through from them or something like that. I think we're on that list. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah, is, this is a call. Them. Nice. Here's Lone Ranger Capital. Is who? Yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. That's what I like about his stuff. It's like more of an advertisement, not just somebody with a camera walking through. Silent, like he's selling that stuff, man. Um, but that's a very decent one too for a hundred thousand dollars. That was yeah. a clean yeah. house. Yeah. yeah, that that was a pretty clean one. It was, yeah. The only thing is that it was like that foundation, <laughs> all crazy. <laughs> I was just talking to Marcus last night about a house that we had done before, and it was the, like the worst foundation we had seen in a long time. Yeah, it and literally I, cracked in half. Our partner daughter came in. She had to bring some stuff. She was like, "Why is this house slanted?" Yeah, <laughs> it's like you walk up. And you have to literally step over the crack and walk down. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of the, the living room. Right. You would literally trip over the crack in the middle of the living room. That's how yeah. bad it was. But yeah. no, that house looked like it was a clean one. It has nice. new AC, PVC plumbing, electrical. Nice, redone, man. Like in 2019 was everything redone. Yeah. Oh, wow. Really? I had that. I thought you were saying you done it. No, I just did the foundation, replaced replace the siding, yeah. flooring, Electrical stuff like the plugs and yeah, painted. oh fixtures. Wow, wow, yeah, that that was a very Man. good first. One. Yeah, if you're gonna yeah. start, that's how you start. Yeah. <laughs> Something yeah. like that. A, a lot of people <laughs> want to start with stuff that's almost a tear down. Yeah, and wonder why, like you know, they yeah. they lost money, but yeah, because yeah. people don't like they don't account for like the reserves and mm -hmm. the time that it takes to get the money back. Even if you, you know you get into it, most lenders do like the reserves where you pay and then we pay and back back and forth mm -hmm. like that but you still have to account for that mm -hmm. especially if you have a big project to get that first draw you're gonna have to front all of it first mm -hmm. man I, and that and closing and holding i just people just for whatever reason get into these big projects for the first one and they don't account for all that man so i'm that's why i said i'm glad things worked out the way it did for you because from what we've seen that first one it's no one doesn't go that way, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's, it's probably like your background. Like you've been in it. For, like this is year four. So you right. probably went into it and you saw all of that stuff. And you, you're you with freaking 
real equity for crying out loud. Like you, yeah. you've seen all of that stuff, so you were probably pretty prepared and was able to kind of cherry pick. It's like I've seen all of this crazy stuff going on, yeah. so I'm gonna work for the perfect one and do that project. Yeah. And to be honest, that's the, you know, that's the, the small project, one hundred and thirty thousand all in. So. Yeah. That's the one that I had the cash to close to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's what Marcus was saying. That's exactly where you want to start. Something yeah. that you're comfortable with. Yes. You don't have to go out and try to like nip it. I mean, you know, find money, uh, try to talk contractors yeah. down. You want to be very comfortable with where you are and then have a nice, clean one to start with. Right. Um, really, no surprises. Termites, that's very minimal. Yeah. Right? Um. Yeah. So with that, since you had a very good experience with your first flip, we know that you've done Airbnb. Yeah, like Marcus said, you um you're a realtor. Been here in the States uh the last four years and been in real estate. What can you say is like one of the biggest lessons that you've learned? Biggest lessons in real estate. To be honest, um like I see a lot of people scared or with uh shame with shy being shy like yeah. the hardest thing to do in real estate is to show up you know yeah <laughs> or that's, learn learn it. on your learn on your free that time that's like yeah. that's get prepared you know and show up and the opportunity will will be there you know like yeah, yeah. that that's so interesting to hear someone like marcus say of uh, your social media caliber yeah, i wouldn't have say thought that because <laughs> um i i I tell everybody I still have a lot of work to do when it comes to social media. I um, I don't post as often. I don't share as much. And then I have opportunities. You seen how when we first got here and you were doing your stories and everything. <laughs> now, that prompted me like, oh, let me yeah, do mine too. We need to do if it. If you would not have done it, I wouldn't have done it either. Right. Um, so I, I live... I think I live too much in the moment too. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, when I first got my license, you said fear and shame. Those are exact two emotions yep. I felt when it came to sharing now that I'm a realtor. Mm-hmm. Because again, it came from coming from that investor side because yeah. everyone knew me as an investor to now trying to rebrand myself as a realtor. I was very fearful of it. And I was very kind of ashamed. Like, okay, is that like a, would my investor friends see that as a step back? Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, some investors very much so frown upon like, yeah. the realtor side. Like, they feel like if you get your license sometimes, oh, maybe the investing that is not going so yeah. well. Um, so that that is a very good lesson um, that you learn. And, um, yeah. I still can learn a lot from that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, you never, you never stop, you never stop learning. To be honest, because once you master something, the next day, the next week, some new, some, some new system is coming. <laughs> podcast or yes, oh, oh my god, and that's and because of that, that's why every transaction has such like it. It has a learning lesson because yeah. things are constantly changing. Um, I'm, I remember back when we were doing um, our YouTube channel yeah. and we were thinking about doing a course on wholesaling. Yeah. And I was like, Marcus, yeah, I don't mind doing a course, but I feel like with things constantly changing, by the time we put out the course, it'll yeah. be outdated. Yeah, for like, sure. And then we'll have people coming at us thinking that we didn't know what we were doing. Yep. Yeah, we knew what we were doing for the time. Yeah, like, you know, that's what was going on at yeah. that moment. Yeah. But yeah. then you put it out and it just completely flips, man. Yeah. But I, oh, no, I was just going to say like that. That's if, if you can say anything, that was a good tip, man, because mm-hmm. personally, I struggle with. Like social situations myself, mm-hmm. I have crazy social anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> but that, but that's why, like you say, you got to show up. That's why I do stuff like this. Yeah, podcasts, yeah. and we we have our own meetup yeah. that we yeah. go to. And even there, when because I have those issues, when I spot other people that are kind of doing the things that I would have done if I hadn't had these reps in to practice on it, we kind of encourage them people like to get up and, or I'll go talk to them and talk to them. And then I'll see what they're into. And if there's somebody else in the room that I talked to before, I'll bring that person in. And then the next thing you know that they're talking, that's how I learn. Yeah. So yeah. she helped me a ton. Cause she oh, is goodness. socially, she is like way higher <laughs> than me, man. I will hold up a corner and just sit there. And if somebody, if no one approaches me, then I'm just not talking to anybody but, that night. But you know the crazy thing about that when he says that? More people 
enjoy talking to Marcus than me. Like it's crazy. Like once he gets to talking, I, I don't. I don't like, know how to shit up. People love him. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm gonna put you on the spot again here. I, I know I just asked you. Uh, you know. What is uh, the biggest lesson you learned? So the next thing I want to know is, if knowing what you know now that you've learned within the last four years, what is one thing that you would have done differently, if anything? Done differently from from with the information that I know now. Yeah. How how would I start it? Um, to be honest, I will start posting more. More, more, even more. I wow. love even it. more. Because yeah, it's I'll just, working. Yeah, I'll right? just post more. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah, to more hear posts, it. man. Yeah, the the first year I did a lot of door knocking because I I did door knocking since I was eighteen, since mm -hmm. seventeen. Really? I started door knocking. Mm -hmm. I've door knocked selling light services five years before I I started on the landscaping company. That's why I started wow. because yeah. So you wow. always just put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. You've always been a hustler. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love right. it. I've never had like a normal job. Yeah, right. No, that's that is something to be said about that. You're a serial entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. So you still door knocking now? Is that no, no? I'm just posting videos every Social day media. and receive calls and train on how to greet better the people. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's why he said he'll post more. It's where it looks. Yeah, that's, that's get, you you're getting do. the reps it's, in. Yeah. yeah. You've literally branded yourself. Yes, right. because exactly. I start posting every day. Probably last year. And before that, I was posting like two, three posts a week. Mm -hmm. mm. And if I could start, I'll start posting two to three times since the beginning every day. Oh, man. man. Like a real pictures and, and yeah. a yeah. lot of stories, you know? Yeah. Man, between you and um, Sydney. Sydney, man, yeah, yeah you guys. Y'all about to have me post right. like crazy. You guys are motivating the heck out of us to do it, man. Because yeah. I'm just... I So before... The podcast thing came because I, I I literally just started posting reels and stuff and clips that we get from this. I would post twice a year, <laughs> yeah. like hard, absolutely horrible. And, and for social media, that's weird to see someone come in like after yeah. being gone for six months. Like, who is this guy? <laughs> yeah. Where did he come from? You're a ghost. Like, <laughs> yeah. is this really him or is this spam? Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know the. Our guests that we were bringing on, they're really showing us that it works. Like, that works to go from door knocking. Like I said, even in the beginning when he built up that big clientele with his first business, mm -hmm. he said he was taking videos every day and things like that. And people are reaching out to him. So he's no longer having to make those uncomfortable, cold, door knocking, cold calls and just spinning out, trying to develop a relationship and conversation out of thin air, man. Yeah. There is this house last year. Is that only this only has happened once, but um I went to a listing appointment, get out the listing appointment and just record like that the front of the house mm -hmm. and I put coming soon 199 the zip code. Mm. And in two hours I received in two hours the if one of the followers went and see the house, sent me an offer, we accept the offer. I don't we I didn't even put it on HIR. I mean I did just for the record, but it was sold like through through stories, just like that. Yeah. Man, you're, you're a social media guru. Maybe maybe you need to do a course on that. Yeah, uh, man. yourself through social media. Yeah. That is amazing. I love it. So you're actually like, yeah. super good at it, man. Yeah. People are, are that trusting to not even like meet you. They just go on their own. Yeah. It, was another real, it was another realtor who had a pre-approved client in that area. Yeah. But, but they knew but you. Just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they they see they seen it. Yeah, if you wanted to put it out, you would have had to wait. You had to get photos. Yeah, wait to yeah, I didn't. I didn't do any of that. I mean, and through that, I'm sure you gain a few more clients because I'm sure that seller is going to tell multiple people. Right. No, that that seller, that seller is a that this, that seller was a harmony a harmony lender. Wow. That was an RBO. Wow. Wow. So he gave me more listings oh, <laughs> because wow. it was sold on two yeah. on two hours at asking. That's man, that's, that's crazy, crazy wild. Story. <laughs> man. Okay, so last thing I want to know is, what do you like to do on your free time? I like to work out. Okay, nice. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, you have to have that physical with the mental, right? Yeah. 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 Especially if you're just extreme. 
Entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial. Yeah, you got yeah. you got to get the time in. Look at me talking. This, <laughs> this thing sitting right here. I don't want to talk about it. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, man, no. you got to get those reps in. So, so I want to start golfing. I mean, I know I know I know how to golf. Where we go? But I haven't I haven't since I moved here. I never went golfing. Just oh, you got to come over and oh, I. You got to give me a call, man. I'm always on the green, man. Really? Yeah, I golf all the Where? time. I got uh, so we're we're in Humble, so we have two. Well, we have, we have three, but there are two that I go to a lot, and that's uh Tour Eighteen, and then the Golf Club of Houston. Mm-hmm. So one is like off like the nineteen sixty area, and the other one is off the Beltway. So I, just depends on let me, let me how much money I want to spend that. Day. Yeah, <laughs> Golf Club of Houston, like they have PGA tours and all kinds of stuff there. So of course they're going to be a lot more expensive. But if I just want to get you know a good Round in, I'll go to tour eighteen. And you go with your friends, you like do competitions? Yeah. yeah, I go with my friends. Sometimes I go, you know, by myself. It really just depends. You know, he doesn't do competitions. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not competitions. Yeah. So, but I want to do a golf tournament. I think I think I'm getting to the point to where I'm tournament ready. Right? <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you never know. Yeah. Man. I, I, my friends, they go on golf trips and things yeah. like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. With them, I, do, I know nothing about golf. Yeah, but, I think I'm getting to the point to where I might get an invite. They might just invite me on the next one. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. we, we yeah. got to link up and, and go a couple rounds, man. So I can go to your area. You come on. It doesn't matter, man. Just figure it out. Yeah. Let's yeah. get that going. Yeah. All right. Well, so shameless plug. Um, Anything else you want to share about your business, yourself? Give yourself a shout out. Give your business a shout out. Go ahead. If you're ready to buy or sell a house, give me a call to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. So how can people find Because we talked a lot about social media. Yeah. So let's plug those. How, where can they find you? My Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube channel, they are all the same. Manuel Martinez underscore global. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> global. global? Yes. Nice. Nice. Yes. Yeah, man. You can it? find me there. And my my personal phone number is 956-312-1807. Gotcha. Man, he gave y'all the phone number too. <laughs> Don't be calling this man like crazy if you're not trying to do no business. For real. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, it's, it's been an honor and a pleasure, man. I, I'm motivated now to just get up and start recording stuff in this yeah, room, man. definitely got to before you leave here. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, all right, guys. That's it for this one. We'll see you in the next one. Peace. Peace.